Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The attitude is it can't be done because they haven't seen it. They're judging according to appearances. The people that are going to make it in the future, the people that are making it today, let me share something with you. History is being read, but it's also being written by people with imagination. It's necessary you take responsibility for it, that you make it happen, that you don't give up, that you don't take any objection or disappointment or defeats personally, that you keep on keeping on, that you don't decide that I can't make it because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that you realize that's a part of the program. You must have faith. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your abilities. You've got to believe in your service, your company, your ideas, unquestionably. You've got to have faith, and that faith gives you patience. 
that is not going to happen as quickly as you want it to happen. When you got an idea, you want to move on. You might not have the money. You might not have the education. You might not have the support or the resources you need. What is that something that can keep us going that will enable us to act on our dream? What's one of those keys that will begin to help us to discover the secrets to our dream? Here's what I want you to repeat after me, please, with power and conviction. Say, it's possible. You cannot let a fear of failure or a fear of comparison or a fear of judgment stop you from doing what's going to make you great. You cannot succeed without this risk of failure. You cannot have a voice without the risk of criticism. And you cannot love without the risk of loss. You must go out and you must take these risks. Everything I'm truly proud of in this life has been a terrifying prospect to me. None of it comes easy. And people will tell you to do what makes you happy. But a lot of this has been hard work. And I'm not always happy. And I don't think you should do just what makes you happy. I think you should do what makes you great. Do what's uncomfortable and scary and hard but pays off in the long run. Be willing to fail. Let yourself fail. Fail in the way, in the place where you would want to fail. Fail, pick yourself up and fail again. Because without this struggle, what is your success anyway? Look, as best we know it, we have one life. In it, you have to trust your own voice, your own ideas, your honesty, your vulnerability, and through this you will find your way. You do not have to be fearless. Just don't let fear stop you. Live like this as best you can, and I guarantee you will look back on a life well lived. You are capable of greatness in your profession, and more importantly, in your quality of self. Stay hungry. Stay young at heart. Take those risks. When I was young, I did not know who and what I wanted to be. And so I was influenced by the things that I seen with my eyes. And what I seen with my eyes is what I wanted to become. Why do you think you need to wait until you get a little older to become the things that you want to become in life? The problem is not making money because at some point we're all going to make some money. The problem is what do you do when you make your money? Eventually we're going to get old, real old. And it's about you. It's about you. So this is what I want to leave, leave you with. When you make the decision, and I want everybody to hear me on this, even the adults in the room. When you make the decision to do what you want to do with your life, just know this, because the family and the friends in your life do not share your vision, in most cases, they will be the first person to try and talk you out of what you want to do with your life. But know this, only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So because you don't, because they don't see what you see, doesn't mean that you're supposed to settle and not do the things that God has sent you in your mind and your spirit. Because if you don't control pain, it'll control you. I am the greatest. We all have different talents. Some of you will be doctors, some lawyers, some scientists, some educators, some nurses, some preachers. The most selfish thing you can do in this world is help someone else. Why is it selfish? 
because the gratification, the goodness that comes to you, the good feeling, the good feeling that I get from helping others, nothing's better than that. That's where the success is. True desire in the heart, that itch that you have, whatever it is you want to do, that thing that you want to do to help others and to, to grow and to make money, that desire, that itch, that's proof to you. Sit beforehand already to indicate that it's yours. And anything you want good, you can have. So claim it. Work hard to get it. When you get it, reach back. Pull someone else up. Each one, teach one. I think the greatest of people that have ever been in society, they were never versions of someone else. They were themselves. It's the great tragedy. People employed in ways that don't fully tap everything they do best in life. You don't think about Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and say, oh, he was just like this other player. No. You don't even say he was like this player plus that player divided by two plus this. No. He's Michael Jordan. I hope you'll turn toward the problem of your choosing. I hope you'll drop everything. And I hope you'll solve it. This is your life. This is your moment. And it is all down to you. Always gets worse before it gets better. It's supposed to be that way. The journey you're embarking on here with MFT 28 is not an easy path. It's not for the ill-hearted or the weak nature. It's for the strong people. And before you embark on this journey, mentally, you have to prepare yourself for it. No one's going to get worse before it gets better. When you embark this journey, you must know that it's going to go down before it comes up. But when it comes up, it's going to go so much higher than you've ever been. Sacrificing today for tomorrow's betterment. Sharpening your arsenal for perfection of what you can be. But if you didn't know that, mentally, you didn't prepare for that. You think something's wrong, maybe it's time to stop. No, it's time to move free and further. You have to be equipped mentally to endure this process. Knowing what you're about to go into is step one. Knowing it's an uphill battle, but a winnable one and one that's achievable. And at the end of this race, guys, you're gonna be more capable. The first step, guys, is knowing it's a tough road. But through that effort, builds the character, the person you want to be at the end. Accept that. How else do we stay on track? We document everything. To know where we are, guys, we must first know where we've been. Sisters and brothers, I have a dream today. Don't get caught up in, well, I've tried it four or five times and things didn't work out. If there's something that you want and you're hungry for it, you've got to do whatever is necessary until. And when you give the best you can and that's not enough, you must do what is required. And don't give up on yourself. Don't throw the towel in so quickly. Many people give up on the one yard line. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. They were never versions of someone else. They were themselves. Do you really want to win? Hmm, do you really want to win? Right now, I want you to think about your goals and dreams as you begin to raise them a little higher. And I want you to say with me, 
it's possible. It's possible. Ever thought about something you wanted to do and you talk yourself out of it? There's a proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. That's why it's important that you make it a point every day to review these lessons, to, to get them deep, not only in the conscious mind, but the subconscious mind, and get them in your spirit. Well, how often should I do it? Do it until you are producing the results. That's how often you should do it. And, and you never stop, because once you stop, that's when those negative thoughts will come back. Once you stop, that's when you will begin to doubt yourself. Once you stop, I'm telling you what I know. Yes, every day it's a selling job on you. It's possible. I can do this. I can make this happen. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. It's possible. Yes, your dream is possible. Say that to yourself every day. Feed your mind with words that you write and words that you hear and words that you speak to yourself. Feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. Say to yourself, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Even when you have no evidence to point to, say to yourself, it's possible. There's nothing as powerful as a made-up mind. What keeps you on top is the ability to think and prepare mentally over and over and over again. The body has limitations. The mind does not. We focus so much on what goes on from the neck down that we forget it all starts from here. You got to write even if no one published your book, write because that was given to you to do. You do what it is you're supposed to. You're supposed to build something. You're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it. Learn. Do whatever is required. Just go out there. It's possible you can get what you want. It's necessary. If you want it, you got to go into action. You got to be willing to experiment. You got to be willing to fail and to succeed. You got to be willing to form and develop new relationships. It's you, it's on you, you gotta make that happen. Nobody's gonna bring it to you on a silver platter and say, here's your dream manifested. No, it's hard, yes, it's hard. It's difficult, yes, right? And it's worth it. I, I, I hear stuff all the time, people say, oh, look in the mirror and you'll see why you're not succeeding. I don't believe that, okay? It's what you don't see in the mirror, that's what's holding you back. It's what you're not willing to see is why talent is not enough. And when you, when you finally see it and accept it and decide to work on it, then you can take that next level. Sometimes you have to believe in somebody's belief in you until your belief kicks in. So here's what I am believing for you. The goals that you right now have, the things that you have envisioned for yourself, this is a reflection, what you've done thus far and what you are engaged in doing is what's possible for you right now. But there's even more. You don't even know what's in the future. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. If you believe in yourself, if you constantly remind yourself after every defeat, 
after every setback, every time you get knocked down. I've got a saying, if life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. See, a lot of people, because of failure, they stop. They stop believing. Let me share something with you. You will fail your way to success. Yes. Eight out of 10 millionaires have been financially bankrupt. You will fail your way to success. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. It doesn't matter how many times people tell you that you can't do it. It doesn't matter if you don't have a dime in the bank. If you really want to win in life, you've got to believe in yourself when no one else does. You've got to believe in yourself. See, it's easy to believe in yourself and to have faith if you have a good bill of health, if your relationship is working out fine, if you have money in the bank, if you have a secure job, if your mortgage note is paid current, it's easy to have faith then. Let, let me tell you when, when it's really tough to have faith. When you lose your job, when you lose your retirement, when you go to the doctor and they look at you and say, you have cancer. Cancer is the most feared word in seven different languages. That's when it's tough to have faith then. And that's when you need to call on your faith then. They said faith is the oil that, that takes the friction out of living. That's when you need to believe in yourself then and judge not according to appearances and say to yourself, it's possible. It's possible. I can make it. It's possible. I'm going to get through this. It's possible. I'm not going to allow this to get the best of me. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know. I got to think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later. This person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. So to any of us, whatever those things are, whatever it is we look up to, whatever it is we look forward to, and whoever it is we're chasing, to that I say amen. To that I say all right, all right, all right. To that I say just keep living, huh? Thank you. I don't know what you're up against. I don't know what you are facing, but here's what I do know. You've got something special. You've got greatness in you. And I know it's possible that you can live your dream. I get asked all the time, who are you, Raphael? Sometimes it's the people who care about me and want to hear my story. Other times, it's someone who feels threatened by what I say. They don't want to change or improve their life because they're scared, and so they're trying to discredit my message. I want you to hear one thing from me. It doesn't matter who I am. The reason I don't talk about my story in every speech like a lot of other speakers do, the reason I don't constantly push on you why I'm qualified to share this with you is because I'm not trying to get you to think that I'm perfect or that I deserve this and that. I'm not after your sympathy. I don't need you to hear about every tough thing and little thing that I've overcome. I want you to actually feel what I'm saying. The reason I do this is because I want you to live your dream. 
Why? Because I got to live mine every single day I wake up and I do what I love. Listen to what I'm saying here. This isn't about me, it's about you. And if you listen to my speeches, if you love my work and it helps you do what you're supposed to do, well then it's mission accomplished. to bring you value. I want to impact your life for the better. I want you to listen and feel shivers running down your spine. Do you hear me? My why is about you. My why is not about me. And the moment that you decide that you are going to bring real value to someone else, when you decide that this is about more than yourself, something happens. What happens is that you explode. You can now live your dream because you're helping other people in one way or another. So long as you are self-centered, so long as you are stuck worrying about your little problems, you will never be able to create a breakthrough. Who are you letting down if you don't show up? It could be 10 million people for all you know. I never thought that I would reach this many people. I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So we live in this perception of a perception of ourselves. Hence, my identity is made by what my parents think I should be. My identity is made up by what my college or university thinks I should achieve. While you're living in that bubble and that echo chamber, getting to what you really want to do is impossible. Maybe that just doesn't fit. And I think so many people feel that way today, that they don't fit into the current education system. They don't fit with the three or four or five careers that you're taught exist. So that process of self-excavation and actualization first requires being exposed. You can't be what you can't see. If I never saw a monk, I would never have wanted to be a monk. If I never meet a billionaire, I wouldn't want to be one because I wouldn't know what that feels like. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it takes. And, and I think that's the biggest challenge of our society, that we're not exposed. You're not trying to get to perfection right now. You're just trying to get a little bit better than you were yesterday or an hour ago. Strengths are not highly correlated with long-term success, right? There's not a lot of data and there is not a lot of research that has shown it leads to long-term success with the positive outcomes uh, associated with what we care about in psychology, which is we care about happiness, we care about health, and we care about your positive relationships. And this myth that, oh, we just follow our strengths to, you know, to the promised land is just not true when you actually talk with high performers. Because my favorite question, and if anyone's down this, just go up to anyone who's good and say, were you always good at that? And they'll be like, no. They're going to be like, not at all. Well, did you always have an inclination to do every element of what you're doing really well? No. An ideal life is when we all have a head, a heart, and a hand, all three elements together. A head is the clarity of vision. What you want. What you want. Knowing what you want, the way you picture life, and being able to navigate and make the decisions to get there. That's a good head. A good heart 
is being able to understand what your intuition and heart wants, being able to connect and tap into that understanding deeper and beyond the vision you may have painted for yourself. So I often say to people that you'll get to where you want in life, just not in the way you imagined. And that's because the path that's paved up and down is far different to the path we pave. So you can have a great head and a great vision and a great mission and know where you want to go, but if your heart's not able to have that resilience and be able to adapt and, and have compassion and care and all of that, then, then you're not going to be able to make the toughest decisions without your heart. But to be able to realize that we need to care and be sustainable and long-lasting requires a heart. And a hand is that service wanting to pass that on, that which you have, wanting to give it forward, pay it forward. The idea of serving with what you have. I often say to people, your passion is for you, your purpose is for others. Your passion makes you happy, but when you use your passion to make a difference in someone else's life, that's a service, that's a purpose. Oftentimes people go, okay, here's really what I want to do, and this is what I'm trying to accomplish. And then they see all these other things that other people are doing, and then they, they kind of see that as like a grab bag, and they're like, and I want a little of this, and a little of this, and a little of this, and I want it all at the same time. And that's not really possible, you know? You can't play five sports at the same time. You gotta pick one, you gotta specialize. Maybe you can do two, but you probably can't do five, right? You can't be a classical musician and a rock star, you know, and this, and this all at the same time. So it's about sort of picking your lane. And then knowing that some, some goals are mutually exclusive. Uncertainty is scary. New information is scary. Change is scary. And everyone has a different way of handling that. I will pivot when necessary. I'm like, oh, no, uh, dead end, whoop. Like, you know, do what you gotta do. And I will, I, I can take new information and adjust the plan immediately and have no qualms about it and just move, move, move. And the way to balance that is that outside of work, I really like things to be stable. You need to have that pole that you can go back to when everything looks crazy that you can reach out to, to hold on to. And if I didn't have that, I think I'd be much more afraid of chaos. And when someone actually asks and, and kind of owns that, like when they say, do I want to make an impact? And the answer is yes, and they own it. They realize they're going to have to develop. They can no longer leave their growth to, you know, to, to, to randomness. Because if they do, they'll always be mediocre. And they realize, I got to become something entirely above both of those. That's what most people don't see. They're like, it, it's, we made this binary false conversation, right? It, it's, a, it, it's, it's not a true sort of choice here. It's a false dichotomy, we call it, right? It's not strengths or weaknesses. Many of you, if you have a big dream, a huge goal, you got to become something entirely above and beyond any strengths you even know about, feel, or own, and go way beyond any weaknesses you've ever even addressed or even you know about, because you're going to discover so many new strengths and so many new weaknesses on the path that it's almost irrelevant what they are now. It's what's the goal and build into that. What am I good at? What do I love? What does the world need? And how do I get paid for it? To me, those four help you unlock your passion. When you find the intersect across all of those four, you're making your passion your purpose. You'll unlock your passion, you'll find your purpose. This is path one, there's two paths. Path one, I find my skill set 
and I engage it to help other people and become better at it. So I'm becoming better at what I'm good at and I'm using it to help other people because I'm aware of what I'm quite good at and I know what, what knowledge I have, what skills I have. I have some self-awareness. The other path that people often miss is actually I just start serving people. I just start helping people and I start to notice what I enjoy about that and what I'm good at helping people with. So that's Gandhi's part. Gandhi said that you find yourself when you lose yourself in the service of others. So for me, those are the two paths of how do I find my passion and finding the intersect between those four areas. The question I ask clients the most is like, what does success look like for you on this project? And I get them to really describe it to me and let's say there's more than one thing in there. I go, now if you could only pick one of those things and the other ones didn't happen, which one would you pick? And I'm trying to get them to sift through some of that conflict so we can really hone in on what we're trying to do. And oftentimes, I, where ego comes in is like we've got the things that impress other people and then the real meaningful impact that we're trying to have. And oftentimes, I'm not saying that the the status things aren't nice and they're not, they, they're not impressive and they're not cool, but we've got to make sure that they're not coming at the expense of those other things. So motivation is a word, right? It's, it's, a, it's a label that we put a set of events in our brain. Uh, what you actually want is the outcome of that. You want to do things that when, you, when it's hard. So I think that there are a few kind of things that, that we know work. One is uh, evidence of past successes. If I simply do, I go back to your memories and I reframe them as successes, suddenly, they, suddenly the current event that's the same is a success. So I think that one, one thing is like having success stories and identification stories. As in you find, there's a lot of people out there. There was a person that is like you, that had similar experience and chose the thing that you want to choose. Find this person or these people and it's going to rub into you. So I, I get asked by my students often, how do I become funnier? How do I become uh, smarter? And, and like my one tip that I give them all the time is surround yourself by people that you want to be like. Do you remember that first personal development book you read? Do you remember that first time you wrote tons of notes about what you wanted your life to be about? Do you remember that first time you watched a movie inspired you to go change? There was fire there because that learning, it, it opened up your mind to a new level of existence for you. And as soon as you saw it, you were like, ooh, ambition hit your heart. And now if you can match it with contribution and you can see how that passion or that fire or that learning or that growth all aligns to some type of impact, now you're getting me fired up because now I can see the outcome of all the work. A lot of people don't do the work because they don't believe the outcome. That's interesting. You know, if uh, and psychologists talk about the power of expectancy, um, when we talk about motivation, there's only two things that spark motivation. One is ambition. And that is, I want more of, or I want a greater depth of, right? I want a greater depth of, of connection with my lady, that's ambition. Or I want a, a better meditative practice, that's ambition. Right? I, want, I want to be better at my job, that's ambition. So it starts with ambition. But ambition, if it's not coupled with what they call expectancy in psychology, you're screwed. Expectancy says, I believe that I can figure that out. I believe that I can achieve that. I believe that that is possible for me. And if you can open that gate for somebody, and often that's only achieved through learning, then you get somebody who starts really moving ahead forward. I mean, really moving ahead. Like the second they go, wait, that's possible for me? They'll try 50 stupid things, right? They'll, they'll try anything. But if they don't believe it's possible for them, they'll just quit. 
There's an incredible study in 2017 that said the most successful people in the world, healthy, wealthy, and wise, choose education over entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.